welcome to another episode of Yep, Yep, I Said It. I am your host. Why was I gonna, why do I always want to call myself your name? I am your host, Miss Luminary. <laughs> if you're not doing an American accent, you're always calling, you're saying my name, right? That's- yes, I am. Or I'm like, it's your girl. It's not your girl. Yeah, my name is Miss Luminary. Um, I am a co-host on Yet yeah, People I Said It, and I am joined by the wonderful, cute, fatigued. She forgot to put her phone on silent. Yes, <laughs> I'm just going to do that now. Homeschooling. Oh, dear. Oh. Teacher, English teacher, math teacher, everything teacher. Hmm. Project manager trying not to kill her colleagues <laughs> in her organization. Wife Ruby Sue. Here I am. Alive. Can you have a bit more wind, please? No, I know you're back. Is, no, that is that is the that's the that's the level of vim you're gonna get today. Yeah, Let's why? Just, because. Uh, you know, I have no words like <laughs> the words escape me. But no, I'm excited to be away from my co-workers of home working from home and um, homeschooling. I don't need to see my students. So where are you currently hold up right now? Um, in a cupboard called my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's not strange at all, is it? No. Um, so yeah, she's Ruby Susie is enjoying the highlights of homeschooling. When I had my favorite story, I just have to tell everyone. She told me this, but on the phone there yesterday was her son is having a tantrum. She tells him to go and calm down. Comes back. He's like, I don't like the way you tell me to calm down. You know, and come on, if you're from a Nigerian heritage, you will know. Yeah. <laughs> Can you even say that to the person that is homeschooling you? The chopping, the beating, chopping of kids you will take. No, let me correct you. Like, just to add, he didn't, he didn't say I don't like the way, he said, I don't like the ways, your methods, the suggestions. <laughs> So I need to come up with new ways of telling him how to calm down. So I told him to go and breathe or go for a walk. He decided to go for a stomp, not a walk, a stomp down the corridor. And then came back to tell me he doesn't appreciate that I need to go and do product development on my house. That's how I... Instead of giving him a hot slap was to say... That's very rude. Can you please go see your room? Yeah, because I, I told you I can't go to jail for any child. I can't. Do you know, I watched, just to freak me out so that I know that I can't hurt no child, yeah? Listen, I watched 60 Days in Prison. There's a whole documentary about real people going to real prisons. When you watch that, you realise life life is too sweet in freedom to go to prison. I'm too sweet. As soon as walk out the house and let you chat rubbish about me, then for me to hurt you, no, no, no. And you know what they do to people who hurt children in prison? You're dead, mate. You're never gonna walk. You're gonna oh my god! Anyway, well, so yeah, so she's 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 currently in that space. How many weeks of homeschooling has it been? Two. It, it feels like a hundred, but it's only been two. <laughs> 
It's Gooey. Um, can you do our sound disclaimer, please? Because I never get the language right. Um, yeah, just to say that we're recording, um, obviously during lockdown, we're trying to find a way to kind of record with our mics remotely, but that's proven quite challenging. I've spent a heck of a lot on uh, Amazon trying to <laughs> figure this out, but hey. Um, oh, you have? I have. I didn't know that. Yeah, I have. I thought huh? you'd know because you share my Amazon DLs, but yeah, I have. Listen, yeah, let me just tell you something, okay? Amazon, I get Amazon notifications from you lot every day. Did you say, <laughs> did you, sorry, as we're digressing, but I just, we, we share an Amazon account, right? Because it's theirs and I, no, it's not even we share. I just kind of piggybacked on the fact that they pay for Prime. And every day. I get notification. This will be delivered. That will be delivered. Do you know what? To the point that Amazon then sent me, I saw a pop-up and I wanted to message you. Amazon messaged me and were like, we think you might like some computer items. Here, have a I said, you lot have wasted my time on this race. Honestly. And when I saw that, I said, wow. So people really, have you, anyway, Sha, I said, these people really spend their time on Amazon. And then, and the, but I freaked myself out. So I watched the Amazon documentary that was on Channel 4. And it was about all the ways that basically Amazon can scam you and get more money from you. And there's some good hacks there. You should watch it. Guys, um, listeners, if you are, haven't watched it, it's on Channel 4. It, I can't remember the title. I might just drop it as a, as a point in the, in the caption later. But anyway, um, on to our usual uncomfortable question. So I'm going to ask Ruby Sue because she's in the hot seat today. Our uncomfortable question. Are you ready? I'm listening. I'm ready. Raring to go. Would you rather have the head, have the head, have a head the size of a tennis ball or the size of a watermelon? Aren't our heads the size of watermelons anyway? Yeah, I was going to say, how big is this watermelon? Yeah, I'll give me the watermelon. A, A tennis ball. Can you imagine kissing someone? I just think you'll look really weird. You know those guys that you see with like big bodies and then tiny necks and tiny faces. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm not doing that. So you're not. You don't want a tennis ball. No, no thanks. I'm I'm good. You won't get swallowed. Just because your head is small doesn't mean you're. But your okay if your your tennis if your head is the size of your tennis ball is like your so mouth your mouth will probably be the size of like half your little finger. How did you come up with that? Because the tennis ball is not that much bigger. It's that the tennis ball big. Yeah. So then your mouth can't be it can't it won't be the size of and so think about it, you've got a tiny mouth. Someone goes to kiss you, that's basically you won't breathe because when they go to kiss you <laughs> Then yeah, will cover your but nose. But then this is the flip side, right? If your mouth is too big, then you're basically eating that person's whole face. And I don't know about you, but I've had that happen to me before, and it's not nice. <sighs> yeah, like a guy kicked me, and I literally that- like was like. I don't understand why everything around my face is wet. <laughs> I was really That is. Confused. That is <laughs> I was so confused. I was literally like, why is everything wet? I don't understand. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's what I said. In my head, I'm like, I don't think I'd want 
a watermelon because then you're doing that to somebody else and that's not nice. Mm. But the watermelon is pretty. I guess I, maybe I hit on the size of a watermelon. Maybe I hit on the size of a cantaloupe. Cantaloupe? Is it cantaloupe or is it cantaloupe? Okay, so in America they say cantaloupe. I thought I they said cantaloupe. No, we say cantaloupe. Oh. Interesting. Cantaloupe. <laughs> anyway, so, from, it's, it's like, so I think I have probably like the size of a cantaloupe or like a honeydew. But like a watermelon's big. Not all these small ones that you see in Sainsbury's that have been genetically mortified, modified. Like a natural watermelon is huge. Mm, she said mortified. Hey. <laughs> Did I say mortified? Yeah, and then corrected yourself and modified. Um, Not these GM ones. And plus, um, like, how are you going to balance a watermelon-sized head? Like, you won't have the body, or you break your neck. (laughs) You won't. Like, you literally have to spend your life with a neck brain to hold your head up. Especially on, and let's be honest, you're very, like, slim and petite. It's not even like, you know, you're one of those people that's built broad. Yeah, but I can put on weight and I'll balance it up. <laughs> so then you're going to look like free. You're going to look I like free. Yeah. I, no, I, allow, allow tennis ball. Come on. What, what, how are you going to do your eyebrows? You're not going to do no eyebrows. do your eyebrows when they're that tiny. Okay, wait. If you've got a tennis ball head, have you still got the same length of hair and amount of hair? Because that would look really wrong. I don't know I don't know I think I don't know And then Is it the size Or is it the shape Because if it's If if it's You still No they say size It specifically says size It says Would you rather have the head The head the size Of a tennis ball So you have to assume That your face shape Will be the same Which for me Would mean Would look quite strange Yeah it would It would You would have to wear makeup Because no one would be able To see your face Something. If a tennis ball is literally like, how big is a tennis ball? I'm gonna Google how big a tennis ball is. If a tennis ball is let 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 Google because a tennis um average tennis ball guys, I'm actually doing this on live whilst we're talking um because I really want to tennis ball size. So the tennis ball is two and a half inches in. Diameter. That's six centimeters. No, allow it. I'm not. Six, six centimeters isn't even this. Six I, centimeters is I like this. You, I, I take the watermelon any day. I'm not doing. What is that? What is that? So what? No, I'm. I'm gonna be there with my big old head. No, nah, man. Do you know why I would? Do you know why I would actually take a tennis ball? Why? Because I never have to do makeup. Ever. I've never had to make up. Well, no. I never have to, because you're never going to see my face. But you've got the watermelon is about 10 inches long. But but your head, but your you've got lovely skin anyway. So I don't even know why you're even entering. We're not doing this. I'm not going this through this with you. You do this all the time. I'm very exhausted. It's, it. it's the truth. You should just. Accept. We're not doing. You're very slim. Okay. So. You don't put on weight. Right. You basically are the same size as before you had children. <sighs> anyway, moving on. So today's topic is something that is I say I said this before recently, so I'm gonna re re bring back not recently, on one of our earliest episodes, and I was listening to it the other day. But it's a topic very close to my heart. 
um, because people bully, not bully, that's a, that's a, but people have made very snide comments and made me feel very bad about this decision. Um, and it, so we titled this segment and I've forgotten the title, so Ruby Seas might need to remind me. Um, You're not a CEO, take a salary. There you go. You're not a CEO, take a salary. So, I'm just going to give a bit about myself. As you both know that we we currently both work within our lovely, beloved NHS. Um, where within the NHS, you will never find out. Uh-huh. Um, but we currently work within our beloved NHS. And um, we're, very di- we're very similar, but we're also very different in that I love the idea of a nine to five. Like, I, I don't, I, 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 I love my job. Not sorry, not even I love my job. I think my, my job is okay. Um, but I love the idea of a nine to five. I love the idea of going to work for a company. I love the idea of kind of climbing the corporate ladder. I don't have this burning desire to become a business owner and have like a million different uh, a million different businesses in my portfolio and that be the CEO of my own company I don't desire it at all um and I love the fact that I get 27 days I even get I think even next month next month I'll have 32 because I'm going to roll over some days I love the fact that I'm going to have you know I want 32 days of annual leave I love the idea of working for somebody and I really want to talk about this topic because whenever I say this to people, especially in the midst of entrepreneurs, a lot of them are very rude, make very discouraging comments and almost make me look down on me because I have this, I, 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 I admit to the fact that I don't have any drive to want to run my own business. Now, I think a lot of people need to understand and let me qualify what I mean by that. Like, I believe in having additional streams of income. And if that means, yeah, you have to set up a sole trading company, I'm happy to do that. So, for example, if I want to get into property, <clears throat> I have to set up a sole trading company and I trade well, I trade within my, I could, I, I could trade within my, um, trade with my name as a trader in that sense and just kind of run my business as a property owner in that respect. But beyond that, and maybe even stocks and shares. I have no desire. I don't want to go and run my own um, organization one day. I don't want to do, I don't want to do any of that. I don't. And I think there needs to be space for people like me in the world because often, especially amongst black, <clears throat> black under, let's say black under 40, it's like, if you say that, it's so taboo. Like, what do you mean? You like working for the, either you like working for the corporate master or you like working for the white man. I just, which I just can't, I don't understand how these two are the same person. Mm. Um, and it drives me insane. It really drives me insane. It, I get very discouraged by such individuals. And the honest truth is, I think some of you need to go and sit down and take your nine to five, okay? Some of you need to learn. Some of you that are like, I want to be CEO of this. I want to be, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be in business. I want to run my own company. I want to do my own ventures. I feel like God is seeing that you asking you, who said you there? Go and sit down and go and chop salary and go and learn what it's like to run a business. And I think it rubbishes the idea that because you're in a company, you can't grow, you can't develop and you can't learn anything. Like the only way to learn how to be a business owner is to go run a business yourself. And I don't think that's always true. So that's my rant. It's not as passionate as it normally is. It could be because, you know, it's four o'clock. Oh, no, it's actually six o'clock on a 
Saturday evening, but I just feel I'm just like really over this idea that the only way that you can make money is if you're this big entrepreneur and, you know, everybody should have multiple streams of income. And, you know, having multiple streams of income means that you have to become your own, become your own boss. You don't have to work for anybody. It's just such a, I feel like it's just so prideful because who told you, who told you that that is, that is actually what you're supposed to do? Some of you need to kind of, you know, take a step back and actually breathe from that. Anyway, now my answer. Really cool. Um, I, I, like I've said, I, or you said, you know, I have always wanted to work for myself. Um, Did I think? I think I said that before the podcast. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I thought you said that. Well, I've always, I'm, I come from the complete opposite. I've always wanted to work for myself. Um, main, heavily influenced by my dad. He's always worked, you know, he spent a lot of his career, I say, in adverted commas, you know, working for himself. And I, I love the idea of um, that independence, that um, the freedom to decide my hours, no one telling me what time to be in, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, obviously, I've had various different careers, um, very interesting CV, if I may say so myself. Um, and as a result, I've also become I I've, I feel like in every career that I've tried, I always get to this crossroad where I can choose to go down the ladder, like to not go down the ladder, but to climb the corporate ladder and like really try and excel. Um, but one thing or another happens and, and I don't usually end up doing that, you know, you know, even like now there is opportunity for me to grow. But because I know where my real heart desire is, that's why I think a lot of people are disillusioned with this idea of being an entrepreneur, that it makes quick money. That it makes it real quick um, And so they don't You know and there is a perception That when you're talking about The um, uh, Career ladder um, it, it takes longer And that's not always the case as we have seen And your career has clearly illustri- Demonstrated <laughs> That you can skip a whole like, <laughs> Five steps <laughs> To get to where you want And the, the thing is Whether you own a business or whether you own, um, or, or whether you were a career, if you're good, exceptionally good at what yeah. you do, you will ex- you will succeed, yeah. and you can succeed quickly or slowly at either. There are people who have been at business for 15, 20 years. The guy that I trained with, um, I did my work experience with, who done, um, who made wedding dresses, has been. I think it's twenty five to thirty years. He's yeah, still that's made, been a recent past, yeah, still making wedding dresses. And now, you know, I think there was a, he got featured in Vogue. Now, after twenty five years, mm. so you know, you you can be in business and it can be an over night success, and you can be in business. And it flops. That's just the reality of it. But people, I think the, rea- the the honest truth is people just think that if you have a side hustle, you can just be a CEO overnight. And I don't always agree with that. I think what there needs to be emphasis on is um, passive income isn't just a business. Passive income yeah. like is shares, is Investing in other people And one thing that I have realised Is that Listen if everybody's Entrepreneur Who's going to work For anybody Like we actually I need employees love I want to own a business But I need people Who's going to work for me so there's, 
so much that you said, and I think there's a disclaimer for me in this, in that I am not saying I don't like entrepreneurs. I've got really good friends around me that are entrepreneurs. And the thing about it is entrepreneurs that are doing well and understand leadership and understand and actually understand what it means to be a CEO, not just the whole, oh, I get to, and I'm not, this is not aimed at you, Ruby Steve, but the whole, I get to just decide when I want to work, etc. They appreciate the fact that you can be a good employee and do the same and achieve the same result. Um, and I think that's that's the thing for me. So a lot of um, entrepreneurs that I've met, they that you know that that is their motivation. I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't want to work for myself. Um, I'm sorry, I want to work for myself. I want to, I don't want to have to work when somebody else tells me to work. But the thing about it is, if you if you venture when it's not necessarily no, not even if you venture when it's not the time for you to venture. If you venture into that territory and it's actually not for you, you do yourself an injustice because actually there are things that you needed to learn. Sitting underneath somebody mm-hmm. that you were learning because you decided you, you thought that you're too good to do that. And I think that that's, that's, that's the thing. This idea of wherever you are, do it and do it well. Mm-hmm. You see, you don't get people in nine to five. And, I, and maybe historically you did, which is why entrepreneurs have responded in such a way. But you don't get people in nine to five looking down on somebody that's entrepreneurial that maybe is still in their early stages of their business thinking that they're better than them you don't get that but what I found is a lot of entrepreneurs will look down on people who are still actually especially when you're thinking about somebody that's 25 you are still at the start of your career start not even middle start of your career they will look down on them their age mate and be like oh maybe you know why why do you like doing a nine-to-five do you like working for somebody else yes yes I do Yes, I do. And what? What do you have to say to that? And I think it's this idea that I am not better than you and you are not better than me because you have decided to take entrepreneurship. Ruby Sue has said it herself. She said that she wants to be an entrepreneur. She doesn't treat me any less than who I am because I don't have that entrepreneurial backbone. And can I just say for our viewers out there, because I shared this on Instagram, um, but I will say this. I actually started off my career wanting to be entrepreneurial. And then I realized that ain't my life, that ain't my calling. And even if it is, it ain't something for me to do in the next 10 to 15 years. And I'll tell you that for free. I started, she can, Ruby just can testify because I finished uni when I was, how old was I? 24, 23, no, 23. I started my first job when I was 24, my first actual like grown up graduate salary job. Um, all through uni, I had been like, um, what's the word? I had I'd worked, but not like actually on an actual salary. My, I actually come from a background. My mum ran her own business for over, well, she started when I was seven and only finished about a couple of years, like a year ago. So that's about, what's that? I can't, like my maths failed me like 23 years. My mum ran her own business. So it's not that I haven't seen or got an appetite for entrepreneur for entrepreneurship. My auntie runs her own business back at home. In fact, quite a few of my aunties in Nigeria run their own businesses, manage their own businesses. And I've got uncles that do the same. It's not that I haven't seen it. So I think a lot of people think when they because they I don't obviously get the chance to, you know, give people my full backstory and it's not every it's not always appropriate. But people assume that I haven't seen it. No, my mum was an entrepreneur. My my dad worked um and he's worked for 
as a civil engineer for a number of years for a number of different companies. But my mom had that entrepreneurial spirit, and she was. But I just and when I finished uni, when I was twenty three. I, I decided to start my own business. I said, I actually, I had big ideas, huge ideas. And I will tell you, God himself halted me in my tracks and was like, not now. So that's why I said, maybe in like 20 years, when I've, I've even I've got to the other end of my career, then yes, I might decide that I want to have this, amass, this, 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 this idea of building my empire. Yes, I could decide then. But in this moment, in the here and now, no, honey. But then mm-hmm. don't you think that it's it's a lot of um it's because I think everyone thinks it's quick and, and there's there's an I think you mentioned yeah. there's an element of pride as well because it's like oh I yeah. know what to do, I, I can just click my fingers and that's it. It really it isn't click my fingers and that's it. But you won't know that until you try. And 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 even though I said that, yeah, part, one of the main reasons is because I, I didn't, you know, want to have control and flexibility over my my working hours and stuff like that. That is actually not, when I think about it, because as you were talking, I was thinking about what my main reasons, actually that's not enough motive. That is not enough because if anything, this COVID has taught us that you can have that flexibility and have a nine to five, right? You you just need to be specific. If you're good enough and you tell people, listen, I only work X amount of hours or X amount of days. I don't do this. I don't do that. Because you're yeah. so good, they 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 don't care. They will do, you know, they will work with that. You, you know, you told me about one lady at your workplace who works condensed hours. So she yeah. works like a dog Monday to Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday. So I, I don't know who you are. So so I, I think that it's it's about for me, it's not just about oh um I think when I was younger, I also had this obsession with creating a name um, because I was in a family of girls and stuff like that. That really, it was really big for me that I was like, I want our name to be remembered. And then it grew into, I want an empire. And then there is just something in me that just wants to create stuff and creating stuff and creating things and having that kind of ownership over what I create is better is better suited to an entrepreneur kind of lifestyle than in my in my experience that's not to say that I can't go and get a job in the creative industry but even getting a job in the creative industry means I am confined to that person's creative vision and if I want to live out my creative vision I have to own that's it. I have to own it myself, you know. I, I think, I think. So I, I really want to introduce the element of God into this because I think if, if the bottom line is for me, if entrepreneurship is what you are created to do, you will know. But I, I have seen too many people. First of all, go into it and it's not what they're created to do, and I was one of them. Or you go into it too early. And you're for you, you, you know, you feel that I work for myself. Listen, like like this, I, even this idea of even being flexible, I'll tell you for free. It's not, it, I, I don't buy into it because it doesn't happen straight away. Because I remember when I was working as an entrepreneur and I was trying to set up my business, you were everything. And, you know, you hear 
moguls say it all the time. When I started out, I was the media man. I was the I was the, the, the phone operator. I was my secretary. I was my PA. I was my operations manager. I was this, this, and this. All the things that they now have people doing, all the roles that they now have people doing, they were all that individual. So even this idea of oh, I work flexibly, you don't you 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 work you work because you need money because you and the thing about and that means that you are in some ways unless. You know, you happen to be like Donald Trump, who I'm not a fan of, but you, and your dad gives you a million pounds. You are at the mercy of your customer. You're at the mercy of your customer. Your customer needs to buy from you, and you need to make sure that they don't they buy from you and not Joe Blogs down the road. Otherwise, you don't eat. So even this idea of oh, um, I can work flexibly that doesn't come in for a while. It's not. It's you it can't just work flexibly. You don't. You don't Exactly. You don't just start on the day. You're like, okay, I'm going to work, you know, nine to, I'm only going to work nine at nine o'clock, but your customer needs you actually at two o'clock and you're going to be like, no, I'm close for business. Are you not, so you're telling me you're not going to eat food. And I just think if, if this, if, I think we need to be more realistic about this idea of what it takes entrepreneurs to be. I love what you said about the fact that you, this idea of creating vision for yourself. I think that that's really important. And funnily enough, I didn't watch the whole video, but literally today, I was scrolling for Instagram, as you do, um, and I clicked on one of my friend's posts and it, I just, I only heard a snippet and this guy was talking and he said, businesses aren't created to make money. They're created to meet a need. Mm-hmm. Now, I, how many people that is like, I want to be a boss, I want to be a boss. Are you actually thinking about the need that you're meeting mm-hmm. rather than just, I want to make money. I want that six-figure salary. I want that seven-figure salary. How many of you are actually... that people sell them. The that I know that are successful is because they've looked at society and they said, where is there a gap and how can I plug it? Even if there's something that's pre-existing and they've tweaked their product to make it different, they still met a need within society. But how many of us are actually doing that? Everybody just wants boss life. Hashtag boss life. Oh, I woke up at 10 a.m. today. It's, Hashtag but boss I think life. It's what's really? sold. So there are there are a group I mean, of people a- or there was one particular influencer that is really grating on my nerves. And I think I need to go and do my research just to make sure that I'm not telling myself a lie. So the issue that I have is like every time she's posting, she's putting like hashtag boss, um, you know, tune in to boss it live. And I'm like in my head, God help me. But I'm like, what, what, what exactly are you a boss of? Like, that's all my head is like, I don't see what business you have created and it's like, oh, had to do, oh, what was it that she put that really got on my notes? Oh, um, tune in, let's write our goals for 22. I said, ah, I said, no. What goals? What is it that you're building? I'm tired of everybody being like, because they've got a little, a little influencer space. I want to know what you're doing. Like one thing that even though I had my issues with her at one point, um, but I have to give her credit is um, Patricia Bright. Now, Patricia Bright, you know who Patricia Bright is, yeah? No. Uh, I, I, do you know what's so funny? The reason, only reason I really remember her name is um, somebody mentioned her in my circle and then I went to church and I met um, one of her siblings and I was like, oh, okay, she must be big. That's, that's, but I actually didn't know who she is, but my, I've, got, I've got family friends that love her. Yeah. So, anyway, but yeah, now... So I stopped following her at one point because I just, I felt that it was becoming very like, um, 
the stuff that she was doing was just more like, come and watch me. Like it was just basically, let me go spend a thousand pounds. Watch me, you know. And I was just like, really? Are we? Is this really what we're doing? That all you, we're watching, we're sitting here watching you spend a thousand pounds in Zara. Like I, I'm done. What is this? I just, so I was like, nah, I'm done. Like I loved her personality and everything, but I was just like, no, no, come on. People out here like really struggling, and you're here. I said, no, this is not giving me hope. This is not giving me life. This <laughs> is not giving me hope. Hashtag not giving me hope. Not giving me life. Nothing. Nothing. So I was like, nah, that's it. It's over. <laughs> So um, I stopped following her And then um, I found that Then she wrote a book about I don't know, about her life basically Something like how she made it And how, you know How she's a millionaire now Or what have you And I heard it was a good book I still didn't buy it I was like, nah If she's just going to tell me how she did But it turns out You know, my sister is a big like Oh my God, she's amazing And she was like saying that She really has got some really big Like really good principles in her book And stuff I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, I've heard But one thing I give her credit for is that she's now done this whole new um, channel where she basically goes through her principles, advice, advice about, you know, how to grow, how to develop and stuff like that. And she actually is a really intelligent, um, when I say actually... But, um, you know, as in she she had a career, she worked for a big bank, she she had a whole, yeah. like she was really methodical in everything that she did, right? So yeah. it didn't, it's not yeah. like she's coming out of nowhere saying, oh, boss it live. Nah, she had a whole like yeah, yeah. strategy. She knew yeah, what yeah. she was gaming. But all these um, Instagrammers that come like all of a sudden they've got 5,000 Instagram followers and it's like they suddenly think, okay, who can I be? What can I sell? Oh, I know. 50 ways to make money. Like, no, babe, what did you do? Like, no. No. It's just, I just think it's this idea that success comes overnight and we need to, and I think the reason, particularly in the black community where we're sold on this idea of entrepreneurship, being financially free, making sure I have like a bazillion businesses and I have this breadth of a portfolio is because we don't, we, because we see a lot of us, especially in England, I can't speak of America, and I've realized, just a side note, I've realized there are big, huge differences growing up as a Nigerian in the UK and as a Nigerian in America. We'll talk about that another time. But this idea that, you know, is because it's rooted in the fact that we've seen a lot of our parents struggle and we're like, I don't want to struggle like them. Mm-hmm. Right? But instead of actually, and I will say goes to God, because for me, that is that is the reason why I know I'm not, this is, I, I don't want to own my own business. Like, even if you're doing the next, even if when I do it when I'm 50, guys, I'm telling you, it will, it will be easy, you know, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want that stress, right? I don't. Um, but even when I, when you, when you, we've seen people, when you turn around, I can't know what I'm saying, I lost my train of um, when you we see yeah, we've seen our parents struggle and we're like oh we don't want to go through that struggle mm-hmm. and they see the idea that we need enjoyment right now you know mm-hmm. if I if I hashtag boss and I'm you know and I'm my own CEO and I don't I don't I I I don't work for anybody and I take holidays when I want then I've made it now and I don't have to get to fifty and realize I've struggled and I've struggled for no reason mm-hmm. and I think it's a very short sighted idea. And, you know, we talked about the fact that there is joy in 
spending your money when you are not thinking about raising children or trying to secure some sort of generational wealth because you've already done it. So actually, and so actually what's left for you is enjoyment for you. Um, there is, there is, there's, 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 there's joy in that. But I think this idea of, oh, we need it right this second. We need it right this moment. And if not, that means it's almost like it's driven by fear. Yeah, literally you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say a lot of it is driven by fear. That's what I was saying because I just remembered. And in that, you're not going to your maker and actually finding out what he wants you to do. You're making this assumption based off of this of this fear that you have that you're going to fail. Yeah. And actually, that's not the case. Like, actually, that's not actually the case. Um, and actually you do need, you should go to God and speak to God about those things rather than just kind of be like, oh, I'm scared. So instead of me actually addressing this fear or confronting it, I'm just going to mop, I'm going to cover it up with, I'm meant to be an entrepreneur. Because honestly, I'm telling you, yeah, some of you that are your business, that you're these business managers, you're... Oh, you're these business owners. Some of you can do with sitting under somebody in leadership. That is one of the been the big look. I really want to become this. I really, I don't just want to just kind of do a normal nine to five. I do want to excel in my career. Really, really want to excel in my career. And I've alluded to the fact that I want to get to that level of that that senior leadership level. But do you know one of the biggest things I've realized? It is number one, have humility, because you don't know it all. And number two, there is room for you. Um, but number one, there's, you know, there is there's humility. You need humility. You need to humble yourself because you don't know everything and you need to learn from people and you need to learn from those that have gone before you. And number two, there are so many things that come with age. And I know, and I know, we, I don't know why we find that impossible to believe, but there are so many wisdoms. There's so much wisdom that comes with age and just not having experience in your sector, having experience in your background. Somebody that I was talking to recently, um, because this is what triggered me to want to talk about this actually on, on more on a more on, on the podcast. Um, she put up her status and she was talking about this idea of financial freedom, blah, blah, blah. She works for herself now, right? And I, she's kind of like mid-30s um, or early to mid-30s anyway. She works for herself now. But she said to me, she used to work for EDI at Sainsbury's. And she said she's one of the reasons why they started that whole world um, world food aisle that they have, right? There was, she said all through that process, she learned so much that she's applying now in comparison to, and if she had decided to be proud and decided I'm not going to work for anybody because I know that I'm meant to be an entrepreneur because God told me and gone ahead before her time, she would have missed out on that knowledge. Mm. I feel like some of us, some of you out there, some of you are listening, even some of you that you know somebody, or if you don't know somebody it's yourself, you need to think about what is God trying to teach you in this moment and what is God trying to teach you in this season. And that's why I comfortably say, yes, I like my nine to five. Yes, I like my twenty. Number two, there are so many things that come with age, and I know, and I know, we, I don't know why we find that impossible to believe, but there are so many wisdoms. There's so much wisdom that comes with age, and just not having experience in your sector, having experience in your background. Somebody that I was talking to recently. Um, this is what triggered me to want to talk about this actually on, on more on a more on, on the podcast. Um, she put up her status and she was talking about this idea of financial freedom, blah blah blah. She works for herself now, right? And like she's kind of like mid thirties um, or early to mid thirties anyway. She works for herself now, but she said to me she used to work for EDI at Sainsbury's, and she said she's one of the reasons why they started that whole world um, world food aisle that they have, right? 
there was so, she said all through that process she learned so much that she's applying now in comparison to and if she had decided to be proud and decided I'm not going to work for anybody because I know that I'm meant to be an entrepreneur because God told me and gone ahead before her time she would have missed out on that knowledge hmm. I feel like some of us some of you out there some of you are listening even some of you that you know somebody or if you don't know somebody it's yourself you need to think about what is God trying to teach you in this moment and what is God trying to teach you in this season and that's why I comfortably say yes I like my nine to five yes I like my 27 days of annual leave yes I enjoy because I'm not focused on trying to make money and trying to become the boss and trying to get to the top as quickly as I can even though I, I believe me I've honestly plotted out my map but life is not that linear and I think we need to remember that but I think there's also something to do with ignorance and also this idea of um fear because I think people also don't know how far they can't there's a lack of ad, non knowledge maybe um about how far they can go and what they can do. And I was talking to someone earlier um, about career guidance, like actual career guidance as an adult. Because for example, like, okay, I'm in project management, but I wasn't in project management and I never knew anything. I didn't even know project management existed. So now that I know that it existed and now that I'm in it, I also need to kind of... If I was more career minded, it would be beneficial if I could have people who are further ahead say, oh, you know, this is how to get, you know, progress or, you know, there's also that kind of reluctance to go and ask people instead of just being like, ah, you know, I'm just going to go work for myself. Do you understand? Like find out more, where else can you go? Where can you develop? Like, I think there's a lack of like mentorship and I don't think it's just a black thing. I think it's all quite a few different races. Not all, lots of people struggle with this. They just don't know where, how can I move forward? There is a lack of, I think sometimes there are higher people who are like on higher grades or who don't really, they don't leave the door open. No, I get it. They don't leave the door open. You don't know that you could actually move forward. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I, we, you know, I read an article actually by Harvard Business School. Guys, this is me trying to understand my sector. Um, and that talked about the fact that, because I think it seems, for, I think, and I think it's important for us to realise, though it seems common sense for us now, especially as millennials, it actually wasn't common sense for the generation before us. This idea of mentoring and actually bringing people up with you is really quite novel. It, mm-hmm. It's not, it's, but it's not I think and I've had to tell myself that so I'm sure there are other it's not a you know it's not a hundred year old idea it's actually it's, it, and when I say that I'm not talking about like just leaving people behind and you know when like, you think about like the underground railroad and that stuff I mean actually this idea of in your professional career actually opening the door and mentoring a black on black mentoring relationship mm-hmm. it's a new idea it's still quite new as in in the last it's like three decades as opposed to in the last 50 or hundreds or like I said, in the last century. Um, but that is true. That, And I think it's not what I think it's, it's when I say black, I mean, in I think when I say black in, when I was talking about our comments earlier, I think that is particularly amongst black people. But I think the concept that you're talking about is amongst Bain stuff um, mm. and, and the Bain population. This idea of, let me sit down and tell you how I got to where I am. And, and in doing that, 
help you help give you information of how to overcome challenges. Yeah, and also right? people just don't know who they are as well. I, I don't know whether I don't know whether that's true. I think if you looked around, you can find it. So, for example, I used to say that about the organisation that I work in, but actually, there are lots of people. You just have to know where to poke your nose. They oh no, I meant them. Um, Go on. No, no, no. I meant not who they are. I think everyone knows who their boss is or who, you know, they will find them. But what I meant is like people are still trying to figure out who they are. And especially in your 20s, I think people are still trying to figure out who they are and they just kind of hop on trends. Like, oh, okay. Everyone's making money on Depop or whatever. Cause I, I, I never knew what Depop was. I spoke to one person. What? They were like, oh, you're going to sell, sell your stuff on Depop. I said, eh, which, which one is Depop again? I thought eBay and Etsy, I knew all this. She said, no Depop. Ah, and I started. Hmm? You're not telling me what Depop is. Oh, so Depop is like, it's like a really well curated eBay. But it's, it's, yeah, it's really, it's just like another Etsy. It's another online platform to sell stuff, but it tends to be small brands. A lot of independent brands sell on there. It's really like clothing brands. I didn't know about it. I've never heard of it before, but go on. Yeah. So I heard about it from someone, um, a really young person. So, um, cause she was telling me, oh yeah, you should really look at that. I mean, like a teenager. I was like, huh, what is this? When did this get discovered? But apparently people are making money from that because they're selling their clothes. And I think because people are still in this phase of discovering themselves, they just hop on whatever is the latest thing, you know? And they just, it's like people want to be an influencer overnight. All of a sudden now that's become trendy. Tomorrow it'll be trendy to be, might be trendy to be a scientist again. I don't know. But the, the trends just change, especially in Nigerian settings. One minute is, ah, what's the in thing to be? Everybody at the moment that I knew of was trying to be a project manager. Everybody wanted to be a project manager, which was one of the reasons why I was like, mm-mm. I'm not doing project management. Everybody's trying to do it. I'm not interested. Well, like the idea of contracting and working for themselves, but actually, with it, especially within somewhere like the NHS, you can be a project manager on a full-time salary role. Mm-hmm. You, you can be a, you, if you work for one of the big four, you can be a project manager on a full-time salary role. It um, exists, mm-hmm. but people don't. People want that freedom, so to speak. I definitely think the. Idea of again, this idea of working flexibly and working when you want or working when it suits you is still quite novel. Because I remember my cousin was telling me that her organisation doesn't allow her to work from home. This was before now. COVID. Before COVID, yeah. and even now they're still not thinking of. They're still not entirely this behind the idea that actually most people can work from home. Even though they've been doing it for a year, it's crazy. So I think it's still quite, there's still quite a shift in work culture that needs to happen. But I think one of the things I'd probably say to that is just because it doesn't seem like it's like that now doesn't mean, or even though it's not like that right now, doesn't mean you can't be part of the movement to make that change Mm. in your workplace. So rather than going outside and deciding I want to work for myself, I don't want to work with anybody actually be that change that you want to see in your workplace because that could be the very reason that you need to be there rather than working for yourself mm-hmm. and just don't be in a hurry to get to achieve and have all of this stuff which I know I know believe me I know is hard because you're talking to somebody that is forever trying to achieve the next hurdle I very rarely spend time enjoying life as it is mm-hmm. but I think it's- <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry there's something else 
something. I no? No, I'm I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> but um it's it's, it's honestly, but it's, seriously, it is you have to think about you have to be open and honest with yourself and not be in a hurry to get to certain places. And actually that whole thing about entrepreneurship for me was huge was a massive learning. So I, I was I was not I worked for I ran my own company for a year. I was very successful and I but I realized I said I don't want to do this. I literally was like, I don't want to do this. She even gave me the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's how much she was like. And I think I found a note from her at her 30th birthday party where she she written a note to me and was like, oh, my, 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 what did you call me? My entrepreneurial buddy or something like that. We will have one business branch that we never, ever had. Because I didn't think I, I ended up realizing a year later that that is not the life for me. Um... And please, 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 because I think we get into, I kind of ranted a lot about this, but please, 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 and I'll probably repeat this in the roundup. If you are an entrepreneur, learn to have some humility. This is learn to have getting humility. all your ish off your chest, yeah? Because let me tell you, I'm not in my job because it offers security. Because even if it's an entrepreneur, you still don't aren't guaranteed that security. And you can tell COVID has taught us that. Mm-hmm. Security it does not come from North, West, East, or South. It comes from Jesus, okay, honey? It comes from the Lord. And if you aren't spiritual, that's fine, that's fair. But don't be on don't be under the assumption or the full assumption that being an entrepreneur guarantees you security. It doesn't. It doesn't give it security. Doesn't. There is no security in being an entrepreneur. There is zilch. I mean, if anything, I've there's none. The most that uh, the most security you can ever get, in all fairness, when it comes to money, is the ability to have passive income, right? And, and that isn't necessarily entrepreneurial. And even that is a far reach. But the ability I- to have passive income will give some sort of security, so to speak. Beyond that, you know, just you need to humble yourself. You know, I don't. I think I'm just. I'm, I, that's a key thing for me. Humility. Have humility. Some of you entrepreneurs, you're just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be happy. I am my own business. How can you want to work for twenty for somebody else? How can somebody judge your hours? I like it. Yes, I like my appraisal. And the thing is, if you're exactly where you need to be and doing exactly what God wants you to do, and doing, or even if you if you don't, if you're not a Christian, if you're doing, or you're not. Religious. If you're do, if you're doing if you're exactly where you need to be and doing exactly what you need to do and doing it well, doors will open because raw talent does not go ignored, whether it's in this job or in another one. So people need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop. I remember somebody I was at a finance um thing around this time last year actually, and somebody was talking. And he and he, you know, he he an entrepreneur. He was from my fans, and he made that comment. And I said, "But don't you think there are some people that actually are meant to do a nine to five? And he said, "Yeah, actually, there are. And actually, if they are like that, just make sure you do what you're doing and doing well. If they're gonna pay you that six figure salary, I'm gonna tell you, you need to be given that six figure delivery work. This idea that you're just gonna have six figures and relax. No, there's a reason why they get paid six figures. There is a reason." So anyway, technically speaking, even those who own their own businesses, technically speaking, they are they are they are also employees. Yeah. 
Somebody said that to me once when I, I when I, I did a entrepreneurial. Um, I had a business mentor, and he I said to him, oh, "I want to be a CEO." He said, "You know, if you're a CEO, you're still employed by your company." I said, yeah. "What?" You're yeah, yeah. Tax, tax. Wise. A businessman. Yeah, you're still an employee. He's a businessman. This is how he makes his money. They all back then anyway. He invests. He works with people and invests in them in startups, right? And or he will start up a company, then sell it, then move on to the next one. Yeah, and I think um, what's her name? Not Alexis Ohana. Yeah, Alex. Is it Alexis? The guy that's married to. Um, Serena Williams That's how he runs his business That's what he does So he will start up something That's from what I've seen anyway And if you ever find me Please let me know if I'm wrong <laughs> But as from what I've seen Because I follow him on Instagram He starts up his business He's Previously, I don't know about now But I know that in previous years His business history is he starts up And then he, he, will, he, will, he will get it booming In the tech industry Then he'll sell it and move on to something else because he that and that is that's not that's not, so in some ways he's still yes he's entrepreneurial because he's not he's not he's not just starting it for the sake of then just sitting there and collecting cash. I also think as well, and I just want to throw this in there: this whole idea of being a CEO. Listen, if you're an entrepreneur and you own your own business, you still need to be accountable. You still need to be held to account. And I think a lot of people get out of wanting to be at work because they aren't held to account. So nobody asks you where you've been when you decide not to turn mm. up for work. And nobody really chases you. Mm. That's, that's big. But actually, if you're going to be a good entrepreneur, whether you're a good entrepreneur or a good employee, the principle is still the same. You are accountable to somebody. You are accountable to somebody. And they will make sure that you, whatever you said that you were committed to delivering, you deliver. Mm-hmm. So true. It's so true. So on that note, are you going to round up for us? Are you, are you taking a breather now from your uh, yeah rant? So guys, <laughs> no, it wasn't a long. It wasn't a rant continuously all the way through. It was. A, I think we did have points of discussion. Yes, and I think I just wanted to get off my. Yeah, I just wanted to get off that get off that off my chest. And actually, my plea is that if you are an entrepreneur and you are um, uh, you are an entrepreneur and you are you you know you realise that's your that's your career, that's what you want to do. That's fine, but have some humility when you're talking to your friends who are in a nine to five. That doesn't mean dull your shine. It means have humility. Don't look down on them because they made that decision. And for the love of God, stop perpetrating all those stupid tweets that are like, can't believe some of you go for your nine to five and your 27 days of annual year. I, stop, per- stop perpetrating all that nonsense. I, is it just because I don't have them kind friends? I don't see them posts. No, I've seen those posts. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them not even on my friends are posting it. Other people like, you know, like mainstream accounts. Oh God! Stop perpetrating that nonsense. And also, in and in, and in doing that, just recognize that your friends, whatever they're doing, they're doing it and doing it well. At the end of the day, I'm all about encouraging people to do uh, to do it and do it well. That's what I'm here for. That's what I seek to encourage. Whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a, you're you're an admin staff at the begin at the fr- at, at a front desk, or you're the you're you know you're the chief of staff to somebody high up in the organisation. Whatever your job is, 
do it and do it well. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, that's my roundup, guys. <laughs> oh, and lastly, have humility. Be humble. I think yes? that was the first thing you said, my love. I know, but I can't remember. But may I, I'm saying it again. Be humble. Be humble. Yeah. And be when I actually, you know, yeah, I said have humility when you're talking to your friends, but also be humble enough to learn from others. Mm. And if you are somebody that you God has called you to entrepreneurship, but you're feeling a bit frustrated in the job that you are your that you are in right now, what I think and I know it's like later on in life. So yeah, that's my encouragement. And if you are like me and you love your nine to five, keep doing what you're doing, boo boo. We are here for you. I am here for you, rooting for you. Um you so yeah. still wanna be American. It's so funny. <laughs> Be, don't want to be, I just like the accent Have you not Remember we talked about that post I don't want to be American You know I sent that post To my brother And he was like Yeah but that is actually So funny <laughs> um, So yeah that's, that's it from us today guys um, Let us know What your thoughts are If you're somebody That has had people Look down on you Because you are You have said Quite openly You don't want to be An entrepreneur Or if you even be scared To admit that Actually you know what I really just want You know my nine to five And blah 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 let me know or let us know even at yep yep I said it at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at yep yep I said it or and on Instagram as well and we shall speak to you soon take care see you later. bye